During a crisis, you know, cocktail hour can be almost any hour. make me burp. We started this book club to stimulate our minds. From what I hear, this book is quite stimulating. Shall we do this? I mean, I don't know. Should we? I think we should. It's been okay. 12 months because I needed a mental health hiatus that we were just not talking about. <laughs> it's okay. So Are you beyond the mental health hiatus? Yeah. So yeah, dear, dear listeners, it was my fault. I'm sorry. It was life. It was all her fault. Just kidding. No, it kind of was. It's everything. Anyway. So we're, we're, who are we? We're the Boozy Sitters Club. We're boozing. We are. And sitting, but we're not reading a Babysitters Club book this time. We are not. This is Boozy Book Club. This is the Boozy Book Club we promised you. Ages ago. Ages ago. But on the positive end, and then we're going to regroup and introduce ourselves properly. On the positive end, this has given listeners a long time to read. And if there are people that enjoy a longer time to read. Let us know. Then you've had it. I've gotten a few texts from people that because of our hiatus caught up on all of the episodes, and then texted me, when are there more episodes? So our, well, that's nice to know. Our tens of listeners are very active. And we've gotten a few more followers so, on the gram doing nothing. Who knew? <laughs> so are you saying we have tens of listeners, but loyal fives of listeners? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I also was thinking maybe we should check those stats. Maybe we have 20s of listeners by now. I guess that's still a 10s of listeners. So should we also say who we are? Because we haven't done that. Um, yeah, who are we? So who are you? I'm, I'm st- I was about to say I'm Nell. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long, you don't remember who we are. One of us is Nell and one of us is Stephanie. Uh, I'm pretty you sure. You guys get to guess <laughs> who's who. Oh, God. I'm pretty sure I'm Stephanie. Sometimes I'm Nell. And yeah, so we're boozy. No, usually I am. We're I'm not like a boozy sitting it up. So You're so bad at this. Since this was your pick, do you want to say what the book was? Yes, it was. <laughs> I had to remember there for a hot second. Um, the book that we read for our latest boozy book club uh, is called "The Wife Upstairs" by Rachel Hawkins. Yes. Like we need a ta-da. So what I knew going into it was that it is a modern retelling of Jane Eyre based in the South. I told you that. You did, but I didn't remember it. And now like a lot of things make sense. <laughs> the best book club ever (laughs) cool continue well i'm actually no that's i'm actually interested now to find out your thoughts on it without having that lens do you want to give any context beyond that sure before we talk Um, about 
things. Yes. So um, it's a modern retelling of Jane Eyre. And I'm sure not everybody who's listening has read Jane Eyre either. Um, But the basic plot is um, there is a young-ish woman um, who kind of gets entangled in this upscale suburban neighborhood community and specifically with this man um, whose wife has disappeared and there is some kind of unsolved crimes and murders and she's kind of navigating all of this as an outsider, not really feeling like she's a part of this very, it's kind of like the Instagram life of like, it's like Instagrammy sorority girl. If you've yes. lived in the South, you know the type of woman who went to college just to find a husband. They all grew up. They all found the husband. Right. They all live in this neighborhood. But the difference is this, the man she gets entwined with, the wife, his wife who has disappeared, doesn't exactly fit that mold either. And I'm going to pause here to say, as usual, spoilers abound. Oh, yeah. So if you don't care, if you haven't read the book yet and you don't care and you're interested, keep listening. If you have read the book, keep listening. If you haven't read the book and you care, please put us on pause. Go read the book again, The Wife Upstairs by Rachel Hawkins. And then come back when you're done. Yeah. Um, didn't Did you like it? No. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. It's okay that I just couldn't find a single character that I liked. Like, I couldn't find anyone that I identified with. Sure. And I wanted to like it, but, like, I found Jane, which now the name makes a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. I found her insufferable Mm -hmm. because I was like, you just expect things to come to you because you had a hard life. The wife upstairs, B, B. Th- mm-hmm. from the get, there was something I was like, there is something fishy going on here. I don't trust yep. you. Yep. And Eddie just seemed oper- like an opportunistic fool. Yes. That said, the last couple chapters, I actually did enjoy. Yes. So like, I'd give You it- enjoyed the writing. You just didn't enjoy the characters. Yeah, the writing was good. Yeah. I, this, this actual plot in the story was like, I'm not invested in any of you. And quite frankly, I think all of you could just like go get some cement sneakers. Like, really, you're all that annoying. I liked Adele the dog. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Who wouldn't? I don't know why. I was just like, oh, God. It's fine. It's fine. No, and that's fine. I. It's funny because I think, I think maybe going into it without the Jane Eyre lens. I think if I remembered that, I probably would have liked it more. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, (laughs) I feel like for anyone that's read Jane Eyre, like you, you are, you feel like you're supposed to sympathize with Jane Eyre, but like Jane's kind of insufferable to a degree as well. And you're like, wake up. This is like so many things are wrong in this situation. Um, So I think for me, I already kind of feel like I knew who these people were supposed to be. Yeah. But then also she does shift um, 
perspective a little bit. Yes. And I think that helped to be like, yeah, these are all completely shitty trash people. And they're like, nobody's, nobody's winning in this scenario. Like the dog is winning. The, That's it. <laughs> the dog is winning. Weirdly, by the end, Trip, who in like real life would be mm -hmm. a man I would want nothing to do with, was the only one where I was like, I feel for you, dude. Yeah. I feel for you. Yeah. I don't, I know this is Alabama, but I come to everything from the South from a Georgia perspective and in my head. And, you know, I know they're not, but close. UGA versus Auburn. They don't get into it. They'll murder you. No, I Much don't like B murdered her mother. I mean, so like it's alert. just yeah. Yeah, but the writing was really good. Yeah, and I think um it was interesting because I do feel like it took me a little bit to get into it where well, it we was asked, did you like it? I did. I did. Um I felt like I don't think I would put it on a like, oh my God, this was one of my favorite books of all time. Um, I think I appreciated it for, again, I was going into it with the Jane Eyre lens. And so I think there were a, like things that I was like laughing at or like thinking about as like how it related yeah. to, and I haven't read Jane Eyre in a no, but time. like you remember the themes. Like even with you just reminding me that's what it was, I was like, oh. Right. Okay. Right. And I think. And I think that piece of it, it was interesting to see how that was made modern. And like I, Clueless. And I think you, yes. Like, but I liked Clueless. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's also like I like 10 Things I Hate About You better than I like yeah. Taming of the Shrew. Well, yes. I mean, the soundtrack was better, so. There were less lutes. Sidebar, there is a theater here in St. Petersburg where you don't live anymore. It's fine. You don't have to make a face. It's everyone. No, sometimes I'm sad about it. You can visit it. It's good to visit. It's still yeah. in Florida, but it's like the only place in Florida that you should live. It hasn't seceded. <laughs> it hasn't, it hasn't seceded. It should, but it hasn't. They're doing a production of Romeo and Juliet with a happy ending and I am irate about it and I literally just keep going around to everyone who will listen to me like the death is the point so in that context she did at sure. least like with the Jane Eyre of it all didn't like I mean she added more murder um but yes like it still I feel like had that same kind of cadence now that mm -hmm. I remember this where you're not change you're you're modernizing a classic you're not changing it. So, I yeah. think through that prism it was successful. But then it also begs the question should we be doing that? Do you need that? to know? Right. Well, and I would be interested for anybody else out there who I'd be interested to hear from other people who either knew or didn't know like yeah. the Jane or aspect of it, what they thought of it, because I also think there are some, sometimes you really want to like characters and you feel like you need to 
to like characters mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. sometimes not liking the characters is the point, but I think a book has to work harder or a movie or whatever, yeah. but in this case a book, a book has to work harder in the other stuff. If your main characters are shitty shitty people, there's got to be something else to keep you reading. But like no one was okay, with the exception of B, no one was like I felt like shitty enough. Does that make sense? Oh, I f- yeah, but I feel like I don't know. I felt like everybody was pretty shitty. They were pretty shitty, but they weren't like shitty enough to be entertaining. Except mm. for B, because she was a psychopath. Yes, who really liked interior decorating. She really did, and and going single white female on her best friend. Yes, but like in a way more gaslighting sense. Like there was a lot of gaslighting going on. Yeah, I feel like she also didn't know what she was doing. See, I think she totally knew what she was doing. Not at the beginning. So she goes to college. So basically she is living in. I think she knew since boarding school. I think that's what she was trying to play it off. Like she was innocent. But I think she was a psychopath since birth. Yes. And was trying to just like assimilate to Blanche's life. Also, we need to come up with different names for Southern women besides Blanche. I'm just putting it out there. Cat on a hot tin roof did it. Let's all move on. Even the Golden Girls. No more Blanches from the South. We need new names. There's plenty of names. I'm done now <laughs> with my Blanche okay. rant. <laughs> it's just too cliche at this point. I mean, okay. Every, every Southern woman is named Blanche. Just come on. Different name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't feel strongly about Blanche. <laughs> I apparently do. Clearly. <laughs> um, I feel like I agree that she, like, it was from the beginning and, you know, there was a lot of unintentional planning. Yeah. Um, But I think some of that came from, like, not knowing how to interact with people. And so she just kind of like went and then realized what was happening and then used it to her advantage. Yeah. Like I think she was really good at using situations to her advantage without like fully planning them way in advance. I guess that's true. And I guess if I'm if I'm really thinking about it, I did like the way that it was subtly brought up that Jane and B had similarities and that they both did this weird mimicking thing to blend and make themselves fit in where it was like Jane though, took it in a way where they mentioned everything was duller, like a dull carbon copy of what all the women were doing. And it was like B took it in a way that was like more bright and vibrant and in your face than what Blanche was doing. So I found that interesting. You want to know what? We haven't what? told anybody what we're drinking. Oh. Do you want to do that? Sure. I'm drinking a decently fine rosé. I'm drinking... I forget what it's called. That's fine. I'm drinking the only thing I could think of that was appropriate with how much wine everyone drank in the book. A tiny can of simpler wines from Trader Joe's. Available at a store near you. Oh my god, though. Remember when, like... Tiny cans of wine. We didn't know if they were coming back and we were hoarding them. I do. Remember when we knew they were coming back and we hoard them anyway? Yeah. Like now, still. Yes. 
Anyway, so that's what we're drinking. It's, it's less of a hoard and more of a supply. But yeah. wine is definitely the the drink. The, you need wine for this book. Yeah. I mean, technically, I think we probably should be drinking. I forget where they're drinking. Like a some kind of white. Yeah. I feel like there was something in it. It's been a while. But I feel like there was something in the book where they were consistently drinking. Well, they drank like really fancy wine, too. Because they had sure. taste and money. Yes. Yes. Well, some of the people had taste. Well, it's questionable taste. It seemed like they all had good taste in wine. And Lululemon. Can anyone have good taste in Lululemon? No. No. Probably not. It's just all see-through yoga pants. It's true. And by those jingle jangles you just heard, Piper is yes still with us. I mean, that made it sound like she was on death's door. She she isn't. Apparently we've established she's not. Yeah, she went to the vet today. Clean bill of health. Nine years old. Really good condition. I thought she had cataracts. She has allergies. (laughs) I mean, story of your life. Really is. So what was, to go on our our boozy boozy thingy, what is that called? An outline. Um, What was the most surprising part of the book for you? I know what it was for you. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like, I think because, again, because I knew the plot that it was based on, nothing was like completely surprising. I guess the most surprising part for me was that in the end there was like a little bit of a happy ending like it all felt like nobody deserved a happy ending I know. nobody was going to get a happy ending and like then it all she just got seemed one. very like and then she got one she literally got the same happy ending that what's her face got in jackpot the last book we read and i was yeah. like did we mm-hmm. literally just read the same book i think we just read the children's and the adult version of this book kind of yeah <laughs> minus like the murder I think the other one could have done with some murder. It would have made it more interesting. That's true. That's true. But um, yeah, so I think like that was probably the most surprising is that there everything was kind of tied up in a nice, neat little bow. So I have a question. You had mentioned and I had seen about this book that there was like a line that was shocking. What was the, yes. what was the line? It wasn't so much shocking as, and I assume this is the line, I don't know for sure, but it was, so it goes, at one point we're in B's perspective. Yes. And she's been locked in the attic and she's trying to like figure out how do I get out of here? And Eddie comes up and they have a little and she's like, "Mm, do I like, one, is this my ticket out of here? And two, do I still love him and am I attracted to him? And so they start, like, they kiss, and she's in her mind of, like, I think this is it. Like, I need to, you know, make him love me again so that he feels something for me. And then I'm pretty sure the line is, reader, I fucked him. Oh, see, I thought the line was after she's escaped and she's just casually sharing a glass of wine with Jane And we're still in B's perspective. And she said something about Jane reminding her of Blanche after the funeral. Hmm. 
I don't know. I don't know. But the fucking thing, that was actually, I think I laughed out loud. I did too, which I was like, oh, that's it. That's the line. <laughs> like any line that makes me go. <laughs> but I don't know if that was the point. This wasn't like a comedy thriller. No, but based on, based on the, the comments on Twitter that oh, I read okay, and the okay, way okay. that like people were reacting to it, I I feel like it was the like, that's yeah. why it was like the line. But I was so nervous that I was going to miss it. Maybe I did miss it. Maybe I don't that know. Wasn't it, but maybe I'm just so jaded that someone's like, and then I fucked him. And I'm like, oh, okay. And to me, it was more of the like the structure of it too, of the like, you know, because I think that structure of, and I don't know where it came from, but that like, dear reader kind of oh, yeah, thing, yeah. whether it's like a reader's digest or whatever. I think that's generally like... I think that is reader's digest. And it's like I generally like gentle yeah. stuff. I had an eighth grade... Was it eighth grade or seventh grade? I had some middle school teacher that she had like kept every reader's digest from the 80s and like writing assignments for us were like reading old reader's digest and like oh. critiquing them. <laughs> And I was like, I don't understand the point of this. I think for me, the most surprising part, honestly, was that it didn't go along with the trope that the husband did it. Mm -hmm. Because even though it was set up to like where you were supposed to think that, there were definitely like little carrots along the way. This I don't even think that's a metaphor. Treats? I don't know. Little. <laughs> it's not a metaphor, but I know what you're. I know what you mean. It wouldn't have been a metaphor anyway. That's I don't dumb. think this is a casual a thing people say in casual conversation. What am I trying? To- Easter eggs, not carrots <laughs> or treats. Easter, Easter bunny, carrots. Literally. Easter bunny. Easter Easter bunny lays eggs and eats carrots. Oh it's fine. Um, along the way where you're like, something is not correct with me. <laughs> yes. Like something yeah. is not. Yeah. Well, because right. it's a while because she's the, because Eddie has put her in an attic, but we don't know that for a long time. So it's a while before we get to her perspective and we know what actually happened to be. Right. And so I think there are those little kind of nuggets of things Easter bunny droppings <laughs> that are left along the path. That's not it either. <laughs> wow. Good good to know Any we of can the things, still lay in a good poop joke. <laughs> Any of the things that get left behind. Um, that then when like all of a sudden she shows up and you're like, Oh, it all kind of yeah coalesces. But even like small things about how B, even in her own perspective, is obsessed with making sure Blanche is always wearing at least one piece of Southern manners. Her company, yep. Yep. like that's strange. And and <laughs> I think like that's where I think the writing is really good. Of like yeah, you know, I f- you're not. Normally, if it's if it's from a character's perspective, 
that character seems normal or they present themselves as normal. And so the fact that she seemed crazy when she it was her own perspective. Yeah. I, f- I feel like that was well done. Yeah. No, the writing was well done. I just didn't love the like narrative. <laughs> the la- Which is fair. Really, like the last quarter probably of the book where it picked up and like things actually started happening and Jane started figuring out what was going on. I think like once Trip got arrested – then I actually was like, okay, well, I want to know what happened. Up until that right. point, I was like, I could literally care less what any of you people are doing. It it <laughs> almost is like it would have To be been, fair, though, I feel like I kind of feel that way about Jane Austen, <laughs> any of her books. But I think when you're using an established book mm-hmm. as as your basis – I think it could be interesting, too, to take that book and put it in the first third and then see what happens later. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or expand I think it's a fair on it critique. or, like, you know, dig into it a little bit more because – I'm going to say this very loosely. This is not true. But, like, anyone can take an existing plot and modernize it. And when I say anyone, I mean talented writers that are not – 99% I mean, but even non-talented writers. I mean, isn't that what fan fiction is for? Isn't that how we got Fifty Shades of Grey, which we will never read as a book club? Yes. Or the vampire thing it was based off of? Yes. Um, but, like, I think there is value to fanfic and all of that, and I think there is, but there are, like... I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Not all of but, it's good. Not all of it's good. Most of it. Mm. Um, but I think if the plot is laid out for you, yeah, then you don't have to plot. Yeah. No. And, yes. You're right. And so what is that like if you take that plot and figure out a way to make that the beginning of your book or, you know, like, or put other stuff within it or, you know. I hear you. As you were saying this in my head. I just thought to myself, you want to know what fanfic might be interesting to see? Oh, God. It's not. I'm a little scared. It, you should be. Is it like, real nerdy? Yeah. I mean, yeah. a little. Does it have to do with space and aliens? No, it has to do with murder, she wrote. Oh, that's not nerdy. That's awesome. And like Jessica Fletcher and the doctor. What's his name? <sighs> ben? Maybe. Seth? Seth. Seth. Well, there was the doctor and then there was the sheriff. The first sheriff or the second sheriff? First sheriff, because second anything is always it's a true. bad idea. It's true. First sheriff, no. First sheriff was too doofy. The doctor. Seth. I think Seth is the doctor. Yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> like, young Jessica Fletcher. Although she was probably, like, She was just- a teacher. She was just a boring, like, young housewife teacher until the husband died. How did he die? Well, she's clearly actually the murderer of all of these things. She is a serial killer. The husband was the first one that set her off. If she, like, went off and she killed all these people and then she came home to Seth for a lobster roll? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Come on, Netflix, give us a series. (laughs) 
So but what? Like without Angela Lansbury, that would be sad. Not that she's she's, she's still, still with, with us. us. I know, but like a series without Angela Lansbury. Well, if Jessica it, Fletcher is Angela Lansbury, yes, it's true. She'd have to be involved in some reboot. Anyway, so what was the most expected part for you? Well, for me, it was knowing the wife was in the attic. I feel like we knew that from the title. I mean, maybe some people didn't get it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. I think, again, I feel like knowing that it was based on Jane Eyre, a lot of the plot points were not ex- exactly surprising to me. So some of that was expected. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, some of the, like, description of, like, the type of people was kind of expected. Like, they were all very, it was all very stereotypical what you think of when you think of the South, which I think that's where my Blanche rant went. Sure. Like, I think we need to, as a society, have a little more nuance of the South. Like, yeah, there's a lot of things that are correct. I will say, again, I'm also having saying some, this as someone who's lived in it. Yes. And seen it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> having some insight just from following the author on Twitter, she literally lives in Alabama. Oh, and, I know. I like, know all of these women from my time in Georgia. Right. They're there. Like these they these exist. people exist. It's they, it's so I think there's a there's a balance between let's get away from what the stereotype is uh in a way that we're portraying it, but also like ladies, gentlemen, whoever you are, let's get away from being that stereotype. I, I would I guess yes. And I, I yes. And I think God, the South so many great things, so many challenging things. Yes. We just need to stop having an obsession with the name Blanche and bleaching our hair blonde. We just do. It's true. We just do. Bourbon's pretty good, so we can keep that. It's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that book. It was a good book. I mean, it was good. It was well written. Here's the thing. If I feel that passionately that I don't like something because of the characters, that means you wrote it well. Right. Because they felt like somebody that you reacted to. Yes, I reacted to them as people, as like, I just don't like any of you, but I guess you're well written enough. If you care about them. Yeah. That would be different. I care about you in the sense that I just actively dislike all of you. And, I would be and interested. what Jane did, quote unquote, that she was running from, that was not that salacious. No. She just let a guy who was having a heart attack have and the- And a horrible, abusive human being. Yeah, and a horrible, abusive human being just have the heart attack. I feel like any of us would have probably done the same. And they would have never known, even if she stayed, that like she right. didn't- but I think that's him. where that's one of those things of like the it feels worse. That made me than sound is. like a really bad person. I was trying to just gloss right over that. It's 
fine. I'm I it's I might give you your heart medication. That's not I mean, I don't know. It sounded like he was very abusive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's kind of like that goes back to when women are prosecuted for killing their husbands who turns out have been longtime abuser abusers. (laughs) Abusive or abuse abusers. Abusers. Those S sounds are fun. I'm learning how to say Viognier. (laughs) Not there yet. I'm getting there. It's starting to wrap its way around my tongue. I have to be able to order it now that you're not always with me. And you know what's a popular grape in Virginia? Oh, I know. I know. Anyway. What were we talking about? Oh, uh, killing your abuser. (laughs) What were we talking about? Murder. (laughs) Seems right. It does seem right. It does seem right. right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it it was a solid read and the writing was great. I think it would be, and I don't think either one of us read it as such. I feel like it's a good beach read. Yeah, I think it would be a good beach read. I it's feel easy like, to pick up and put down. I feel like I should get more into beach reads. Sure. Maybe. I feel like I, I mean probably find them insufferable, but I'll try. You don't have to. It's true. I think we should, the next book club, we should like pick a book that's not based in reality. I just feel like that's a good way to go. Was this one? Yeah, I could see this happening in real life. Okay. <laughs> Are like aliens in space then? Not necessarily. Like Fantasy. just something just I mean, hey, it's your pick next, so It is true. I got to think about it. We'll find out. <laughs> I got to think about it. We don't have to pick it right now. We don't have to pick it right now. So, this will come out and then I'm committed to two weeks after this one coming out, we do the next one. Well, I don't remember what book it is. I don't remember whose turn it is to buy the book. I don't remember any. I think it's my turn to buy the book. We got okay. ch- to chat with Lewis. I know he started a, a job. I sent him the things. True. We'll just, he has the things. We'll just Have we checked the secret cupboard? No. The next book... It is a Babysitter's Club book, which I weirdly kind of miss reading them. Is that strange? No. It's like an escape to a time and place that was just much nicer than now. The 80s? Early 90s. Actually, they probably weren't. The older I get, God, Reagan. That's how nostalgia works. Reagan was really bad. I wasn't alive for much of that. He was very bad. Real bad. And I feel like the one... and Clinton positive. Would, Clinton would get me tooed now. Like, there's a lot. Sure. I feel like the one positive out of COVID is that it reminded everyone because it was literally Anthony Fauci who yeah. was dealing with the AIDS crisis. Yeah. I feel like it kind of reminded everyone how horrible all of that yeah. was and how bad, like, American public policy was and health policy. So and bad. like. So bad. Still so bad, but bad. Yeah. Anyway, the next book we're reading is... I feel like we probably did some speculation. We did. I'm remember. just reminding us and our listeners since I had a mental health crisis. I don't crisis. remember. Yeah. It wasn't a crisis. I, once again, I'm making things very overdramatic. I was just very overwhelmed what? and needed a break. It's fine. And in the next episode, I'll tell you good news. Um, Marianne's Bad Luck Mystery 
but not an actual mystery. It's not a mystery. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. a mystery, but not a mystery. It's not an the, Anne M. Martin mystery. It's an Anne M. Martin Which mystery. should be my sweet spot. It should be. I love be. Anne M. Martin, and I love a mystery. It should be. So that's that. So we will uh, we'll read that. I'll buy it. It is my turn to buy it. And okay. I will read it quickly because I weirdly need some Babysitter's Club action. Goodness. And... Need and to get new, back in um, the mind of a preteen girl or teen yeah, girl. When are we not? Um, the new series, I think, is done filming. Yes. On Netflix. Yes, so yes. that should be coming out in the, in the somewhat fall. near future. We should do a watch and listen with that. We'll plan it better. Yeah. And yeah. So thank you for coming to our book club. Sorry, I got aggressive about the name Blanche. Never apologize about... Your feelings. Good. I have a lot of them. (laughs) Bye. Bye.